type of uh, uh, very lucky animals because uh, on one hand we can uh, provide our services even uh, in this situation on the other I believe that our services will always be required even if the economy goes bad even if the economy goes well uh, we will always be uh, post questions and uh, and uh, one of the lessons learned that I, I, I got a magnific job Hello and welcome to the Law Firm Intelligence Podcast, where we bring you real intelligence from real law firms. I'm your host, Lindsay Griffiths, Executive Director of the International Lawyers Network. My guest today is Pal Jalzowski with Jalzowski Law Firm in Budapest, Hungary. Pal, if you'd like to take a moment to introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background on you and your firm, that would be great. Uh, thank you, Lindsay. Hi, hi to everyone. Actually, I'm Paul Jaszowski, and actually I'm uh, talking from Budapest. I'm at the office at the moment uh, in this current situation. It's uh, normally people work from uh, their home, and uh, we are actually a law firm of uh, 20, 25 lawyers, and two or three of our lawyers are in the office uh, at the moment, but normally also we work from home. Just as a general, that how we work as a law firm, uh, we are a so-called boutique, uh, boutique law firm, which means that uh, we do not uh, provide uh, advice on all of the areas, but uh, we provide advice on uh, taxation, corporate law, M&A, merchant acquisitions, uh, real property acquisitions, banking and finance, and litigation. And uh, we work with an international client, TD, and we are members of International uh, 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 <laughs> Lawyers Network. Uh, so this is why uh, we are together with Lindsay here. And uh, well, I'm happy to be your first interviewee. That's great. Yeah, we're happy to have you as our first interview. Um, you know, as you've touched a little bit on the current situation already um, with your firm working sort of partially remotely, partially in the office. Um, so I, my first question to you really is what is the biggest lesson that you've learned when it became clear that this was a pandemic that would seriously affect both your business and your clients' businesses? Well, I believe that we went into the situation just uh, step by step. So in February, no one really foresee, uh, has foreseen uh, what will happen in March and in April. So just from day to another, uh, it became apparent that we cannot work as we did in the past. And uh, actually, the lesson learned was uh, to be a more, more cautious about the, uh, the, the news that are coming from China, because no one took it seriously, really. And it is interesting that uh, how this uh, whole news and the pandemic spread from China to Europe and from to Europe to US. So we were lagging behind of China and the US were lagging behind Europe in terms of the, the measures that had been taken. Uh, lesson learned, uh, actually, I don't believe that uh, I would have done anything completely different if I had known it before that uh, the situation will turn up like this. So we had to type of close down a bit or piece from one day to another, which means that uh, most of our employees and most of our lawyers went uh, to work from 
uh, home office mm -hmm. and uh, but uh, we were able to create the necessary working environment uh, within uh, 24 hours so it was a, a good lesson that uh, we are able and capable to to create an environment uh, where uh, we work uh, remotely and actually one lesson that we get to learn is that we lawyers uh, we are type of uh, uh, very lucky animals because uh, on one hand we can uh, provide our services e even uh, in this situation on the other I believe that our services will always be required even if the economy goes bad even if the economy goes well uh, we will always be uh, post questions and uh, and uh, one of the lessons learned that I, I, I got a magnificent job yeah I think you know it's become very apparent to a lot of us that um, in this current environment, lawyers have become, you know, that, that trusted advisor status of lawyers has become more important than ever. So, um, you know, clients are asking them questions and, and needing that counsel more than ever. Um, are there things that you wish you would have known uh, as, as a law firm management, managing partner um, that, uh, that would have been helpful to you sort of at the start of this process? Uh, well, obviously, there are certain areas that are more important at the moment, like uh, employment law or data protection. Uh, these are areas where we are not the strongest. So if I uh, knew it, uh, if I had known it, uh, uh, well, a year before that uh, this pandemic situation will arise and what effect it will have on the economy, obviously, we would have created a better and stronger employee uh, employment department or we have, would have created uh, a data protection uh, uh, service line uh, so there are some uh, few things that I might have uh, uh, I might have done differently but uh, nothing particular I, I wouldn't say that uh, the, this pandemic situation other than obviously having make a business interruption has uh, created a completely different mindset in terms mm -hmm. of the business and in terms of the uh, quality of the advice and the uh, clients uh, that we approach. So I wouldn't believe that there is anything that would have been completely uh, different if uh, I had known it before. That's good. Um, what do you think that phase 2.0 looks like for you and your colleagues in terms of like next steps for you and your law firm? Well, I don't know what uh, phase 2.0 is, whether uh, 2.0 is just a temporary period that we do at the moment and uh, we are reporting 3.0, which yeah. is the situation after the uh, pandemic. Uh, actually, at the moment, uh, uh, we are trying to keep our team together. We are trying to keep our clients uh, uh, together. Uh, we are trying to get them informed as much as possible. We are trying to uh, strengthen as much the relationship as possible uh, with them. Uh, well, we consider that this is a temporary situation. Uh, this will end sometime. But uh, it will change, I believe, uh, the legal market. It will change uh, the, the way that we provide our work. It will change a bit also our relationship with the clients. Mm -hmm. So we, at the moment, in, uh, in this phase 2.0, we are more preparing to the phase 3.0 that what will happen and how we will work uh, when the situation is over. So we try to put together such type of... Uh, uh, ideas uh, which will also help us uh, later on. 
for example, just give you a, a, a tip, uh, uh, we are investing very heavily into uh, IT, into technology, uh, which serves our business. And at the moment, uh, uh, we have a, a fantastic period to develop uh, our uh, technology services, uh, to develop the programs and the softwares that we are dealing with, because we believe that sooner or later, uh, technology will have a very important role in the legal business. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, and you talked a little bit about this idea of working more collaboratively with your lawyers and your clients. And, um, you know, presumably um, it's been a little bit more difficult to help everybody feel that level of engagement. So how have you worked to ensure that your firm's professionals do feel engaged and connected and have the tools to, to do their job while some of you are in the office and some of you are working remotely or when you are all working remotely? Yeah, I believe this is a type of a stick and carrot. On one hand, what is the stick is that uh, we are monitoring daily uh, their activity. Uh, you know, we have the timesheets, as all of the lawyers have timesheets, uh, which mm -hmm. we hate very much. But uh, normally, uh, we require colleagues to fill in their timesheets uh, with a weekly regularity. Now, we require them to uh, fill, it, uh, fill it in uh, with a daily regularity. Mm -hmm. So we are able to monitor and supervise their activity on a daily basis. In terms of the carrot, uh, we are trying to please them in uh, uh, various ways. On one hand, we are organizing uh, a type of uh, office breakfasts uh, once a week when we uh, all of us have the, the, the breakfast uh, in front of him. We are just uh, connected with computers and we eat up our breakfast and we have a chat. We are also organizing uh, a pub event, uh, uh, so once a week a pub event, once a week a breakfast. Uh, we are organizing seminars uh, more uh, frequently. Uh, normally we also we have uh, so-called lunchtime seminars where we exchange ideas on a new piece of law. Actually, there are a lot of developments in the legal environment, probably in all countries, just like in Hungary. So we organize these uh, lunchtime seminars twice a week nowadays. And uh, I myself, I uh, call my colleagues uh, with a video chat uh, regularly just for to understand that how they work, what are their worries, are they uh, have cramped, are they have uh, fears about the situation. Uh, and uh, we also sent a very nice uh, Easter uh, surprise to all of our colleagues. Uh, they, were, they were really uh, uh, very uh, delighted, delighted about that. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the leadership pieces that I've read have talked about the importance of regular communication with the people in your firms and, and the, the people that work for you in order to make sure that they, they, because you're not seeing them, that you have that regular open dialogue with them. So I think obviously you're doing that and that must feel really comforting to, to the lawyers that work with you. Yeah, just to add something that uh, we are very much at the beginning of this uh, crisis and uh, okay, four weeks or five weeks have elapsed. So we have introduced these measures. The real question is that how we will be able to maintain it in the long run. Right. Uh, because uh, when the summer times comes in, uh, it will be more difficult for everyone really to get up early in the morning to, uh, to uh, be efficient uh, at their home when working. So what is important is this is a, a marathon and not a sprint, and uh, we do not want to uh, 
uh, win this situation uh, just in the first couple of weeks, we would like to maintain our uh, uh, permanent focus on our employees and our colleagues, uh, even uh, when this uh, uh, situation lasts for a longer period. Right, and I think that also begs the larger question of how this may change um, not only, you know, the practice of law, but may change the larger business industry in general and, and how we all do business. Yeah, it will definitely change. Uh, I would not uh, dare being the one who tells that what, will, what the change will be. But, uh, okay, I see already certain signs. Uh, the virtuality, that we communicate virtually, that we pay virtually, that we uh, make our orders virtually, that we sign the papers virtually, it is something that has already been in the air, but uh, we didn't take, uh, we didn't make a lot of use of it uh, in the past, and uh, mm -hmm. it, it is already a reality, and uh, I believe it will be kept in our daily practice. The other is a working home, uh, because uh, I was always a bit uh, hesitant uh, uh, letting uh, our employees to work uh, from home because I always believe that if they are not uh, under our supervision that it's difficult really to uh, surveillance them and to monitor their activity. But now it turns out that some of them are even more efficient when they are at home than uh, when they are in office. Mm -hmm. So we will probably keep uh, uh, part of our employees after the uh, crisis situation at home which will also save us uh, uh, some uh, uh, rent that we pay to our landlord. Uh, we had just uh, the view to expand our uh, office uh, to an next floor, and uh, we have the possibility for that, but uh, uh, most likely we will stay or, uh, in our uh, current premises and we will not uh, opt for uh, enlarging our uh, office space because possibly with the uh, shift, uh, shifting the or some of our employees to their uh, office, uh, to their homework, to their home place as a working place uh, would uh, solve the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that from some other firms already too, that, you know, they're wondering about this expensive overhead that they're paying when, you know, it turns out that a lot of, of their partners and, and lawyers can be more efficient working from home. Um, you brought up an interesting point before about, um, the level of distraction working from home. And I think, you know, especially right now, a lot of us are, are even those of us who are work from home veterans like myself, um, we are a little bit distracted with what's going on with the pandemic. So I'm wondering how your firm has dealt with and embraced some of those distractions. Has it created a different environment within the firm than before? Um, you know, sort of, because I guess, for example, you know, you've got people who may be on a virtual call and now you've got their children who are popping in on the call or their pets or their spouses. Um, you know, has that brought some of you closer? I mean, I know you're a, um, a smaller firm who are very close anyway, um, but has that created a different level of, of um camaraderie within the firm or how have you embraced those? those well, there are, there are two types of uh, colleagues. Uh, one uh, who lives with the family, family I mean with children, and the one who uh, lives alone or with a, with a spouse, with a partner, but without children. And their situation is completely, uh, completely different. 
And uh, those ones who live alone or with a spouse, without any, uh, without children, uh, they can be really more efficient. And uh, and I believe that uh, their working standards can be maintained uh, just like they did uh, in the office. Uh, but those colleagues uh, who work, uh, who uh, have a family at home, especially our female colleagues, uh, uh, well, they are under a very big pressure uh, that how they can work and at the time they serve as a mother or as a father. More specifically, as uh, currently uh, the children are at home, the children's education is uh, conducted from home. And it turns out that uh, it's also difficult for the children to really uh, pay attention to the lessons and pay attention to the uh, to the school. And all the time they ask their parents to to help them to understand uh, uh, the uh, the school materials. So it turns out uh, that uh, it's extremely difficult to work in an environment when you have your family with you, who is demanding. And obviously they are demanding if you are around them. So, well, each of our colleagues needed to uh, work out how they create, uh, how they create a work environment in this situation. Uh, some of them are coming to our office half a day so that get distracted. Some of them, they have reserved a room in their home uh, for them. Uh, we have also uh, had video conference with some of the colleagues who have closed uh, themselves in the bathroom because they were this was the only <laughs> thing for them uh, to, to get away uh, from the noise of the family. So it's extremely difficult. And uh, when we have uh, just uh, sent a surprise uh, gift uh, uh, for Easter time for uh, our colleagues, uh, we uh, sought spe uh, specifically of those who are with families and who commit themselves uh, to their families. And we specifically, uh, sent a gift uh, to the children and also a very special and uh, very personal letter to the spouses. So I wrote nice. it with, like, with my own hand. Nice. Well, it, was, it was difficult to write uh, so many letters with my own hand, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I, I believe that uh, uh, they, they understood it and they appreciated it. That's really nice. That's a really wonderful thing to do. Um, what, how have the actions that you've taken during this time sort of reinforced, I think you've talked about this a little bit already, but really reinforced your firm's brand or culture? I know that's very important to you, but I think, you know, being outside of the firm space a lot of the time, you know, how, how have you taken steps to do that? Well, um... Again, uh, uh, what is important to keep in mind that we are at a very early stage. So yeah. if we are in fact reinforced, uh, it will turn out at the end of the situation and to see that whether our, our team is stronger or whether our team is uh, weaker. Obviously, we try to put um, a lot of measures uh, to reinforce the firm. A uh, lot of communication is important uh, and uh, uh, communication with the communities and individual communication. Uh, we try also to reinforce the image of the firm towards our clients and we regularly call them. I believe that I've never communicated as much during a, a day in my uh, a workplace as I do uh, currently. So I communicate, I speak, I uh, have telephone calls, I have video calls. So eight hours a day just from nine o'clock until five o'clock uh, I just communicate and then I start working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a normal routine but I believe that this is really important the communication. 
and uh, the more you communicate, uh, the more impression you will uh, make on uh, your colleagues and also on, on clients. But vice versa, what is, I believe, the utmost importance at the moment is to gather information. Because uh, this is a completely new situation to all of us, and I try to understand what is ongoing. I try to understand what will happen in the foreseeable future, which businesses will be more uh, heavily affected, which businesses are healthy at the moment. So I also collect a lot of information, and this is also why I communicate a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, as you say, the, the level of communication that you're engaging in is really helpful to that um, that business intelligence gathering. Yeah. Um, how does a firm, and this is sort of leading into that, you know, that communication, how does a firm or a lawyer work to build business during a time like this uh, when, when we're facing, you know, a global pandemic or, you know, even just a, a downturn in the market, which is, it's, we're sort of doing both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a difficult question. I saw also <laughs> a gesture on your uh, uh, on your mouth that uh, you are a bit doubtful to what extent we can build a, a business. Yeah, I it's, think we can. I think we can. Uh, yeah, I believe that uh, there are two uh, all the time. There are two uh, areas of uh, business development activity. One is concentrating on uh, existing clients, and the other is concentrating on uh, potential new clients. Mm -hmm. I believe that this is not really uh, the, the best time to build up new client relationships. I wouldn't say that it's impossible, but uh, without a personal touch, uh, without uh, the personal element, it's uh, more difficult nowadays to build up new business relationships than in the past. And more specifically, that uh, most of the clients, uh, uh, they uh, try to minimize the legal cost as possible. And uh, what we, the type of questions that we receive is just uh, one of questions uh, that need to be answered within a couple of hours, very urgently, but uh, with uh, the lowest time, uh, time consumed uh, to prepare the advice because uh, clients don't want to pay too much uh, for the advice. So uh, we receive case-by-case uh, uh, -case questions, even from potential new clients. And also, we are holding seminars, webinars, uh, where potential new clients uh, may pop up and may get to understand our capabilities. But I doubt that uh, this is the best period, really, to try to grab a, a new clients. But what is more important, I believe, is to keep uh, your existing clients happy and uh, to understand their problems, to um, sympathize with them, uh, to try to provide them solutions, uh, even uh, if uh, they have not uh, requested uh, any specific advice, uh, to give uh, a lot of uh, uh, non-chargeable activity. And uh, for example, what we will do in the next couple of days, uh, there is a new legislation that was just uh, announced uh, the day before yesterday which was about uh, the new measures of corporate governance uh, during the crisis, that uh, you can have a distant uh, general meeting, you can have uh, a remote uh, voting uh, uh, instructions uh, and uh, voting uh, procedure. And what we're doing is that uh, we are holding a seminar for key clients, uh, just uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes seminars, where we run through with them 
uh, on these uh, changes uh, to what extent they will affect their businesses. We do it completely free of charge, but I believe this is reinforce uh, the relationship that, that, we, uh, that we have with them. So I believe that this is more the time of building up loyalty, building up loyalty with the existing clients rather than to get new clients. Absolutely. No, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think, you know, your point earlier about communicating regularly with them is, is so important too. Um, not only from the point of view of assisting them and finding out what issues they may be needing assistance with, but also um, to build up that intelligence on what other trends and, and issues may be happening within their industries as well to help other clients that you may have. Yeah, what is I believe also important uh, within every law firm, but it's also uh, uh, difficult for us as a law firm of 25 lawyers, is to collect the information that we have regarding on clients and collect all those pieces of advice uh, that we give to our clients. Because uh, each lawyer has a client relationship and uh, probably every second lawyer is posed the same question uh, uh, of their own clients. And uh, we try to uh, type of collect the advice uh, and the answers that we give the clients in a common database so that uh, it is shared by your colleagues and uh, uh, each of the colleagues knows that, hey, this question has already been answered to an, a different client. So uh, this is the office policy. I can just uh, promote this uh, answer to uh, uh, another client. So I believe this is also important, uh, uh, even more important than ever, uh, to try to share the information that we have uh, regarding our clients and regarding the activities of our lawyers uh, between uh, us in the in office. Yeah, that's a really good best practice to share, actually, because I would imagine that, you know, those conversations might have happen more organically when you're in the office together, but when you're working remotely or some people are working remotely, you're not necessarily going to share that information if you're having those conversations with clients over lunch or over coffee and exactly. you know you have to be a little more intentional about making sure that those uh the information gets shared that's it yeah yeah so what are what's the worry that's keeping you up at night at the moment i know that's a tough question ah, i'm working well thank you for the question i'm working <laughs> very very well because i uh, get very tired and every day, every day. I, I work enormously uh, actually, uh, I started the office in 2005. At that time, I was 35 years old, and at that time, I worked uh, 15, 16 hours per day. Mm. And uh, I feel as tired as, as at that time. Uh, I do not uh, any longer uh, work uh, 15 hours per day, but at the moment, there is no working part of the work. So you have to be creative uh, 12 hours, 14 hours per day, and you have to find new ideas, you have to listen to other people. Uh, very uh, precisely, uh, you uh, need to communicate with everyone and, and try to persuade other people to uh, maintain their moral. So uh, I'm very tired uh, by the end of the day. So I do not have sleepless nights, uh, but I do have worries. So it's uh, not a question whether I, I, I don't have worries. And uh, the main worry is in fact that the situation lasts uh, relatively long and uh, we lose uh, business. Actually, at the moment, uh, to say honestly, uh, we are about 70% of the workload that, that we have in our normal days. And 70%, I believe that's fine. Uh, but uh, well, there are, 
uh, worries or there are uh, eventualities that the 70% will drop. So if it drops below 60% or 50%, then uh, it will create a financial problem or editor law firm. And uh, my main worry is that if it uh, ends up in June or July, you know, even September, I don't believe that uh, we will suffer as a result of it. But uh, if it uh, uh, remains like this uh, during the rest of the year or even next year, then it, it already causes a bit of financial problem. So one of the, uh, the worries that I have in my mind is uh, the, the length of the crisis and how long it will last and how much a business will lose as a consequence. And uh, obviously, uh, it will also be a test over management because we have management of four partners and uh, this will be really a, a, a good question that at the end of the, uh, the crisis situation, we will be more uh, stick to each other. We will uh, uh, forge a unit and, uh, and uh, we will be more unified and we will be more uh, synchronized or there will be uh, rather more difficulties and different ideas between, between us. So, I have a bit of a worry of a partnership. Uh, so what extent of partnership will survive the situation? At the moment, I believe the partnership works uh, extremely well and we are sharing ideas. We have uh, new good uh, solutions. Uh, every of our partners uh, is overseeing very well their own uh, activity, but uh, this is also a test of a, of a partnership. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I guess, you know, our final question would be, what are some positives you see coming out of this time of challenge and pandemic and ec economic downturn? Uh, well, uh, to what extent? I always uh, believe that uh, something will happen to the current world because uh, uh, this uh, uh, continued growth and uh, the big... Uh, uh, difference in the life standards in the developed world and the undeveloped world were not sustainable. So this is uh, some type of an event that was foreseeable and to a certain extent I'm a bit happy that uh, uh, what happened uh, did not create uh, or up to the moment did not create uh, a war or uh, an other type of disaster. I believe that this is a situation which uh, we can survive. And I'm to a certain extent happy that uh, uh, we are getting through a different, difficult situation, but a resolvable situation. Uh, on the other hand, I believe that uh, this is also a possibility, a unique possibility for law firms uh, who believe they are uh, stronger than the current market position and they are more flexible. Uh, to get uh, a better market share and to have a stronger client relationship. So I believe that uh, we as a law firm, we are healthier than many of our peers and it will create an opportunity to us rather than a danger in the long run. Well, we have to survive this uh, hopefully not very long period of time, but uh, I believe that if we do, if we make the right decisions, then uh, we will uh, come out of this as stronger as, uh, as uh, when we entered. So I can also consider it as, a, as an opportunity, as a fantastic opportunity that uh, uh, wouldn't have been uh, given to us otherwise. 
And uh, well, but uh, I also have some uh, different uh, points of view. I, I believe that uh, from a, a personal life, uh, we will have a, a better uh, uh, moral, human moral, uh, uh, when uh, we live our uh, uh, ordinary life. So what will be important to us uh, will be changed. It's not going to be the luxurious uh, uh, international uh, trips, but rather to stay within the family, to protect our environment, uh, uh, to keep up, keep up together. And uh, I, if it lasts uh, long, then I believe it will also create uh, an opportunity for a, a, a better uh, a world, for a, a, a saving our environment or, or uh, uh, paying more attention to our environment that we, than we did before. Yeah, no, I, th I think that's, uh, I agree with you uh, completely. And one final question, having nothing to do with the law at all. What is one thing we're going to take a total departure from this and uh, and wrap up with a with a non legal question? What's one thing you're enjoying right now? Well, I'm getting to the office and uh, leaving the office with bicycle, and there are no uh, vehicles uh, on the road. There is hardly any any trucks, any cars on the road, so I can freely bike uh, all over the city, and this is fantastic. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, there are small, small uh, niceties like that uh, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and especially that's in the springtime weather. We have a fantastic springtime weather, so uh, this is the, my only outside activity because, uh, okay, normally I'm staying at home, I'm getting to the uh, office, and I, I order all my meals, I go out to uh, make the shopping two times a week, so I, I, I do not get out of uh, the office or my, uh, my home, but uh, when I ride a bicycle, this is a fantastic period, I can enjoy the springtime, and I, I can enjoy also the free roads. That's so nice. I'm glad to hear you're getting some time outside. It's important, I think, when we're all homebound. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you so much. This was really wonderful. Uh, thank you for being my first guest on the uh, Law Firm Intelligence podcast, where we bring you real intelligence from real law firms. Thank you, Lindsay. It was my pleasure. See you then. Bye. Real law.